This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to the weekend. It is Mike North and Carmen DeFalco, and we, of course, are The Odds Couple, presented by Prop swap. We got a full hour for you. It's going to be a lot of fun as uh, we talk baseball, basketball, Masters, and uh, a few other surprises along the way. Everybody, uh, make sure you were on that uh, Carmen and Yurko Mike North bonus play from earlier today because this guy has been just unfreaking believable lately. He did it again last week. I'm with Mike on the Devils tonight. Let's go, Devils. Oh. You have been so smoking hot, Mike. It's ridiculous. We had a great weekend last weekend on the odds. Three and yeah. one, and uh, we all had Baylor, Randy, you, me. Yep. And uh, I went against what I've always said, that Gonzaga was a pretender. I don't care what their record was. Uh, they, I heard that they were tired and everything else, but what do I do? I take them uh, because the system told me to. Hmm. I, I was very leery of it. I saw the line four and a half, Carm. I took it anyway because that's what I do. I can't go against the, the system, even though I've always believed that, you know what, they play in that league and sooner or later it's going to catch up to them. That being said, tremendous season by them, but the, the excuses that they were getting to they're tired from Saturday. They wouldn't have been tired if they played Pepperdine. <laughs> they wouldn't have been play- They wouldn't have been tired if they played BYU. They wouldn't have been tired if they played Portland. They played a team that was unbelievable in the first half. That I said, if you're going to beat Gonzaga, you got to shoot like Villanova did in the second half of the Georgetown game. Yeah. They did that in the first half. I've never. They were as hot as you can be. Yeah, that that was some run by UCLA. I mean, that game last Saturday, that second game, that was obviously the game of the tournament. I mean, that was a real treat. Unfortunately, the game Monday night wasn't particularly close. You got to tip your cap to Baylor. I mean, yep. that's a complete team, a well coached team with athletes and a willingness to guard and play defense, Mike. And I mean, they just. They they looked incredible. I'm By the way, the, the big kid that started to think it was Christian Leitner, mm-hmm. you're you're starting to lose your lead, and you run to the massage table for three minutes <laughs> while your guy minutes? while yeah. your guys are getting their brains beat in. You know what I mean? It's just amazing. And then all of a sudden he comes running back out, and he's fine after after they get a couple more points. And uh, I just thought that they they played probably their worst game of the year, but they played. Yeah the best team in basketball, yep. and they looked ordinary. Yeah, they did. you're right. I think it was kind of a combination. You're right. Yep. Uh, in the way too early March Madness odds for next season, Gonzaga is your Vegas favorite <laughs> at 8-1. to one. <laughs> Michigan's right there, though, Mike, at 9-1. to one. A, lot of, a lot of love for Juwan Howard and what he's yeah. got going on right well, now. Well, you know what? And somebody will come out and know. It was a fun tournament. It really wasn't. I was scorching hot throughout the whole thing. Oh, I, man. I, I, the way I lost the, the Gonzaga game, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, people got screwed around on the total, I understand, and stuff like that. Just and, missed. The, the, just uh, the missed. over just missed. Well, I mean, the, the total was 159. The game ended at 156. And when yeah. Baylor got, you know, uh, uh, Baylor had that turnover, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Gonzaga had yep. a turnover late, and you thought maybe they'd jack up one more three, and if they hit it, people would get a push, but they turned it over, and Baylor dribbled out the but, clock. But, they, you know, that was just the beginning of some bad calls by me. I just want to stress very much that the thing that I've always believed in is you don't think you're above it all. And when you make a mistake, when you're telling people they're wrong about other things, you got to fess up. This is one of my worst calls of all time. This wakes up there with Cade McNown. Courtesy, as I told Randy and I told Carb last week on this very show, the best 
the number one uh, wagering show on radio in, in North America and the communist black countries. I, t- I told these guys that Jordan Spieth did not have the four-day game to win a tournament. Right. I forgot to say if the top 25 golfers play in it. Okay, <laughs> that's the I, caveat. I well, that's the only way I can get out of this. Right. To, to just, but it was a horrible call. Congratulations to him. Uh, you know, he had Hoffman. Uh, those guys are are middle of the road golfers. You didn't see the top guys, but give credit where credit's due. I doesn't golf is a you play against yourself. Yes, and when I tell you you don't have a four game deal, and you show me a four game deal, bad call on me. Bad take. It's better off to get to say it and not pretend like many to just forget about it like it was ever said. Because you know who remembers it? Our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You and always you know own up to it, which is oh, good. Oh, Jordan Spieth showed me. I own, I own up to my Tyrus Thomas take that he was going to be the next Sean Marion. That was a bad one. Yeah, you know I what? swung we and are, missed on that one. All right, it happened. I said, I said, McNow is going to break national football league oh, records. I mean, uh, Cade McGowan. It oh, was unbelievable. Unreal. And you know, he he was at my Bolarama. Marcus <laughs> Ro- Marcus Robinson was there. Yeah. All the old bear, yeah. the bears that were on that team. Mike and me and Marcus were really tight. He goes, Mike, I'm telling you, we're going to kick some butt oh, with this kid. God. We're going to kick. And Ditka saying he was ready, more ready than McNabb and everything else. I'm going, yippee i okay. And two years later, oh. all you see is a, is burning rubble. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not, not you know, basically worse than anything you'd ever go through with the current Bear quarterback. Oh, yeah, really, I mean, talk about it. He was the worst. We yeah, all you want to talk about bad busts? takes. If anybody ever wants to talk about busts. Yeah. That's a bust. Yeah, that's a bust. And then so. <laughs> How about the golf uh, for, you know, look, Masters is here. You got We still got half the tournament to oh. play. How are your golf bets doing? You doing okay with some of the golf bets, Well, Mike? yeah, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah, I, here, here's my deal. I, I like my golf bets. I'm making daily matchups. But when I really have made my money, and you guys know this is on Sunday. You yeah. know, I like to bet the four or five top guys with, the longer, with, with some long odds. Yep. Hoping the one guy collapses. Now, some some people I understand. I mean, you know, you got look at this Masters course. I don't care how far you can drive it. Bryson DeChambeau has proven yeah. that doesn't matter. This Masters course, you need finesse. You need putting. You can't take what you did yesterday for granted. Look what happened to Rose. You know, I mean, he's still hanging around. But my God, he was. It looked looked like he was going to run away by fifty strokes, right? Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. I mean, so, Mergen, Mergen thought, you know, my God, look at the way this guy's playing. How are they going to catch him? But this, this tournament, this course, I mean, even if you've got experience like Rose, you know, it can come back to bite you. And it's obviously playing very tough so far. Oh, this yeah. Weekend. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I was stationed out in Augusta, Georgia for uh, three months when I was going to MP school. We had the, they had the MP school at Fort Gordon. And then I was supposed to go home on Christmas, and then they said, you know what? Uh, four more weeks we got to do because we're going to do prison confinement work. I go, oh, my God. So I missed Augusta, Georgia, at that time, in 1972, was one of the most depressing places I've ever been to, Mm. okay? And they have only one thing going in that town, and it will never move. All this nonsense I hear, that is their industry there, and that place is purgatory hell without it. So uh, it's never going away. Uh, I love the Masters, uh, the posturing about this, about that, that tournament. We'll never leave there, and every year you hear the same people crowing about it. It's not going anywhere, and uh, you know what? It's just a fabulous tournament. It's the only tournament where you play at the same course each year every for a major. Time. That's it, for a major, exactly. I mean, every time. It is so spectacular to look at that course on TV. Oh, I got to get there someday. We couldn't get sure. in. 
72? Oh, I bet. No, right? Oh, I, I mean, I, I, basically, they had, they have a big, they, at the time, a large white fence all the way around. Yeah. And then I'm hearing on the Golf Channel how uh, Augusta and the Masters has led the way to golf's diversity and everything else. And I just raise my eyebrows yeah, and I just move really, on. Not really, right? <laughs> I mean, my God, you got to be kidding me. Grown men saying that. Believe me, folks. Uh, there were people, there were African-Americans allowed to play golf at a lot of other places, like almost everywhere else sure. than that place. Yeah. And then you said earlier uh, that you always had a suspicion that they pump in those bird chirpings. In your Can I just tell you something? once heard a story about that. I could see them doing that. They are doing it. That's, I mean, this is nonsense. I got crazy? a bird feeder. I got two bird feeders. I watch them, you know, because I'm at that age now. Birds <laughs> fascinate me. That's what happens. You're, yeah. You get to that age, and all of a sudden, you're watching birds eat yeah. out of the yeah. bird feeder. Yeah. I used to go from bar to bar. Now I go from bird feeder uh, to bird feeder. And I'm I, the cardinal, of course. We have like eight cardinals that come by every day. Not Stan usual red chicks. <laughs> real live cardinals that land, eat. They probably have the longest attention span. Do they? The same, yeah, they stay for about five seconds. And, and then fly away, and then come back, and then fly away. Nobody's going to tell me the same bird. <laughs> All day. From, oh, my God, and loud. Okay, and then you watch other golf tournaments. It's like there's no birds exist. Right, exactly. And, and But you get to the Masters, and then the same people, Jiggets and North, from the very beginning. I've been with Fred. I've been with Buffon. I've been with some of the best. They've heard me say this for years. I knew Back in the day, they were pumping crowd noise. And the Jigs goes, well, I don't know about that. And Doug goes, I don't know, little buddy. And Fred goes, ah, maybe. You know what? And then we find out this year, Carm, even with me and you last year or the year before, man, the crowd noise seems loud. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we needed crowd noise. And, and these guys in. go, it's in the lower left box exactly. right over there. Go yeah. grab the CD. Yurko agrees with you, and he says he lived it. He played in that stadium. He played in the Metrodome. I don't know how many times Yurko played there. Oh. He, he said you could hear it in this coming from behind them. He said there's no doubt they were pumping in and there was and there was a curtain at one time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, on. so, you knew what I they mean, were doing. Oh, come on! Yeah. I, no, that's when Ditka was calling them on it. Yeah, that's what the Metrodome. He'd roll roller skate through the joint, and he said they were pumping in noise. And, oh no! You know all the squares. No, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, they would to win. Are you kidding me? And that's yeah. taking advantage. That that's one of those things that if you wanted to, you could say that's an unfair advantage. But nobody ever called them on it. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Luke Pergani from Prop Swap. What a weekend for them, right, Mike? I mean, because of the Masters. Absolutely. I'm looking right now. There are so many tickets for sale. So we'll talk to Luke about that. And then I want to pick Mike's brain a little bit on how he handles gambling baseball, how he handles uh, betting on baseball early in the season. Now that we're about a week in, we'll talk about NBA odds, updated MVP odds, all that fun stuff, plus some best plays before we're out of here. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting warmed up. It's Mike and Carmen. We're the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to the Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Every Friday and Saturday, you get the podcast. Uh, and a lot of Fridays when the White Sox, you know, when the White Sox don't play, like tonight, we get to be on live, which is good. When the Sox are playing and there are conflicts, we'll put the podcast up. Mike yep. and I will do that late in the afternoon. You'll always get the encore replay on Saturdays before Connor and White Sox Weekly. 
from 8 until 9. We are presented by PropSwap, and we have our good friend Luke Pergani from Look, master yeah. stuff with my money coming in. He joins <laughs> us on the Corona Hotline. What's up, Luke? What's up, guys? Happy Masters weekend. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is glorious for you guys. I mean, you, we've talked about this over the years. You guys love this weekend, right? And there, I'm looking now. There are so many golf tickets for sale. It's incredible. Yeah, no, we uh, we always joke. Uh, death taxes and Tony Finau blowing the weekend lead um, is uh, three things guaranteed in this life. But uh, you know, as we you know as we know, you don't have to win the Masters to make money on these guys anymore, yeah. right? If you get Finau at sixty-five to one, which is what he was on Thursday, odds drop down to ten to one. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that Finau ticket, right? Make six times your money, and who cares if he how he does on Sunday? Yeah, let's talk about Justin Rose. Um, I went over the whole 80-person field, basically, or even more. No, it was more. But uh, he was 80-1 to uh, because he's got a bad back. He's pulled out of tournaments. If there was one guy, and I'm not saying he's going to win, but how many tickets did you have on him from the beginning? Because sometimes you mistake Justin Rose for Justin Thomas. Justin Rose was out of the picture. All the stuff I read... Nobody mentioned him in the mix. Am I right about this, Luke? Yes, yes, correct. And so if has anybody had an 80 to one ticket? Has anybody uh, are they buying the rose tickets now? Are they staying away from because of his past injury situations where he pulled out of a recent tournament in the third round? Yeah, no, we've been selling Justin Rose tickets. Uh, the highest ticket that I've seen come through is 80 to 1. Yes. But I know, to your point, I saw tickets out there. These weren't on props up, but I, in the stratosphere, 125 to 1 just wow. to be the day one leader. Oh, just wow. the day one leader, no 125 kidding. to 1. I mean, wow. total long shot. Yeah. Do you guys see a lot of buying and selling within the days too? Like, or, or does it normally wait till the round is over? Does a lot of action happen oh, at night? Or is that what no, happens? Or does all, it happen during the day? All day? All day. You birdie, ticket sells. Bogey, wow. guy posted up for sale. Yeah, wow. all, all day. That's incredible, man. I'm yeah, it is you. because, you know, it's like it's, it's the same as live betting. That's uh, what it is. Know, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's why props props great. Yeah. Yeah, it's. You know, and the sports books, not many sports books update their lines throughout the day. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, a lot of sports books, you can't even bet on the Masters while the, the round is going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, you literally have to wait until, you know, 6 p.m. on Friday or Saturday to bet on this thing. It's annoying. Yeah. You know, like, you want to, you're sitting there, you want to be able to put some money on it while the tournament's going on, while you're watching it live. Um, and, and props off in a lot of states and, uh, I know a lot of sports players in Chicago. They don't hang masters uh, throughout the round. Hey, Luke, before we let you go, you know, baseball's underway. What kind of action do you see here? I mean, is it like futures tickets in terms of World Series, or are we way too early in the season for that, and we'd see more of, you know, daily parlays and things like that where people are putting a, a parlay in and then they're posting that ticket to see if they can get a taker? Yeah, so we definitely, of course, sell daily parlays on, you know, red lines or whatever each day's slate of MLB games is. Um, But, you know, cool props that we do a good job of selling, which guy will have the most home runs, Mm. which pitcher will have the most strikeouts, like those types of fun bets, props on, you can get crazy good numbers on these guys. Um, The leader we checked yesterday at William Hill is still 10 to 1 on most home runs. So even, you know, a leader who's 
should be like three or four to one. You can still grab 10 to one right. and then sell that on PropSwap, you know, in May before we're even at the all-star game break uh, and lock in some money. All right. um, but no, it is, it is not too early to start betting on MLB futures. This happens every year. Last year's story was the Tampa Bay Rays. Of course, they mm-hmm. were 65 to one. We mm-hmm. saw some tickets come in at last year and they obviously made it all the way to the world series. Um, so no, not too early at all to start betting on these futures, buy a $30 future, $40 future, hold it for a couple months and then see where you're at the all-star break and start flipping it. All right, Luke, have a wonderful weekend and enjoy the masters. We'll talk to you next Friday, buddy. Thanks, John. Thanks, Mike. Oh, masters money. There he is. Masters money, baby. There's Luke Pergandy at Luke Pergandy. And make sure you follow prop swap. It's simply at prop swap. How about you for baseball, Mike? Do you, do you wait out the early portion of the season? Do you jump right in? Uh, do you look at umpiring, you know, trends or is it too early for that to maybe bet some totals? How do you handle the early portion of the baseball season? I bet the first day and I lost. And then I said, I'm going to wait. Okay. For three, four weeks. If you remember, we talked about all the chalk winning. Yeah, all okay? that chalk, yeah. The system got their brains beat in the first day. I know what they do. They overdo this. They overdo that. They want to get ahead early. Games that, I mean, good pitchers were losing and everything else. So I've decided to concentrate on hockey, concentrate on the NBA. Uh, the NCAA just, just ended. So there's plenty for everybody. I just don't understand baseball having nine games on a Sunday. I don't understand the light schedule in the NBA on a Friday. I don't get, don't that get either. it. Yeah, I don't. Get I the just don't yeah. get it when you're trying to market to the kids and you're playing games at nine at night and you're not playing on Sundays. That's when kids got to watch the games. I mean, I ju- I just don't understand it. I think for the NBA this time of year, they like to put a pretty heavy slate on Sundays because they get mm-hmm. the TV. Yeah. Although this week they might struggle a little with the Masters anyway. Yeah. But you'll see a big slate of games, I think, on Sunday because of that. But, yeah, it is a light slate in the NBA tonight. Hey, I want to ask you about something. I got yeah. something from Randy last night. Sure. Okay. Me and Randy were going back and forth on the, on about when we're starting today. And I got a flip phone for people that don't know. BB handles all the other stuff. She's got the, the other phones. Okay. <laughs> My mom's got a, she she had a rotary phone for 50 years. She's had four smartphones. What's so smart about that in the last five years? That's amazing. You know? Um, but I sent them this, and then I said, I'm going for 15 to 1. And it said, and it says, it, what I just said comes back to me. But it says emphasized at the beginning. Hmm. What does that mean? Do you have any idea? Emphasized. Yes. It, yes. It's... It... <laughs> So I, because I want somebody, I, I want Carmen to look into this and find out what this emphasizes. It's absolutely when you about. click on, you can click on like five or six different things on, on your on your iPhone. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, it, and one is an exclamation point. An exclamation point. Yes. Yeah, that. But how's oh. he getting that on a flip phone though? I don't yeah, know. It said emphasized. Know. <laughs> oh, you know why? Because it's not. I know why it's doing it. Because Mike's got a flip phone. That's and right. So he's not seeing the exclamation right. points. It's actually sending a text box back yes. to him that says. I felt it as a compliment. That's why. Yeah. I thought I looked at it as a compliment. So, like, if he were to send to you, so what he's saying is, Michael, like, when we text each other and we have iPhones, you can, right. I can, like, I can highlight uh, uh, the body of a text that Murphy right. sent to me and say, uh, ha ha. Or, and so I'm assuming when it right. comes back to you, it would just spell it out. Emphasize. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's why. All right. Well, I'm the one. I mean, I got the phone. I mean, uh, I can't uh, believe you still have a flip phone. Oh, yeah, it's the best. No pictures, nothing. No pictures. Yeah. How do you 
Oh, my God. Oh, but, but, no, B, B does all the rest. B yeah. does all that. Everybody knows that. That is I can't even turn on the stove without burning the joint down. Come that, on. That is too funny. <laughs> That's right. When we come back, we'll talk some NBA. You know, it's, it's not a great slate tonight. No. There's a lot of action already underway, but Mike and I will still knock a few things around, including uh, updated NBA odds and MVP odds. We'll st- uh, we're still going to talk to Jimmy Miller, too. Jimmy! Yeah, Jimmy Miller was on with York and me yesterday. We had a great mm. conversation. There's one last big prep race this weekend. That's the Arkansas Derby. This is the last of the big boys. Uh, there's a big Baffert horse in there, so he's going to give us a pick on that. He said he's also got something special nice. for one of the races at Keeneland. So stick around. we got a long way to go. Mike and I will be right back on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Back inside The Odds Couple on this Friday night. It's great to be with everybody. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco here on ESPN 1000, the great ESPN Chicago app. We are presented, as always, by PropSwap. Follow us on Twitter, especially Mike, because there are constant constant free plays coming your way and he's been so scorching hot at north to north on twitter i'm at carmen guy asked me the other day 6 30 in the morning are your picks ready uh, well, i go we, can i can i get in my can i get in my regular clothes i just uh, took a shower have some breakfast and a cup of coffee oh my god that's bugging. a guy that's down that's yeah, a guy that got true. down somehow he needs some help i'm telling you we were out yesterday mike so york and i did the show at the new point oh, so it looks so nice it was so great the new i'm telling you that new points bet uh book that they put in the club hawthorne to be in crestwood is really nice what they're gonna ultimately unveil at hawthorne is gonna be remarkable sure. i mean it just is show place it's it is mike but you know how many people i can't tell you how many people yesterday popped over and said I mean, like, Mike's been incredible. He's, I, I'm calling friends in Florida telling him. I'm like, you got to listen, get on the podcast. Or, We've know, been incredible. Incre- the whole I group. mean, it, last week we were dominant again. I dominant. Mean, it's, it's, been, it's been a great run. And you we, were dominant. I mean, absolutely. Randy, boom, Baylor, bang. It's been you dominant. Know, come on. So, uh, updated end. You know, the Bulls are underway, obviously. They're in Atlanta. Bulls are looking for their first four game winning streak, if you can I believe did, it, damn. since December of seven, 2017. My God. I'm glad they're winning, but I but think we'll Chuck see. stopped dancing. His legs might be going out on him. It's been uh, like well, hey, they won three in a row. In a row so, yeah. He well, might he had be. a real. Uh, yeah, but he was resting every six days before. <laughs> That's right. They had six straight losses. Now they had six, I mean, he, his legs were with him. I mean, and now he's got to dance as much as Fred Astaire did. I know. I mean, you know. Mike and I, three months ago, started talking about Nikola Jokic for MVP. Please. Shame on me for never doing anything with it because we were telling people when he was 9-1, to one, well, guess what? Nikola Jokic is minus 150. And now that Harden is hurt, and, you know, Embiid is back, but he probably missed too many games. He missed he about missed. 12, 14 games. I mean, it looks like Jokic might walk to this thing, I'm Mike. sorry I didn't buy a, a big ticket either. Me I believed too. in him from day one. He's I the know. best all-around player in the game. He's a guy that I've said if I needed to pick up money, I'd have him come with me. <laughs> he's a brute. He's a, he's, a, he's a big guy, but he's a skilled guy. He's got all you need. And every, I've also said this. Well, who else do they got? They had to go out and get Gordon to help him. Because yeah. he didn't have any help, and yet he's in, like, the fourth or fifth seed, and they're starting to win now. And for the people that wanted Harden, uh, I said from the beginning, he's a deserter. He's a quitter. He came and let his team down in, in Houston. He, they paid him a lot of money. So now you're going to treat – all the squares want to treat him like a hero. It's amazing to me. And you know what? He went to Brooklyn, and now he's hurt. So – 
I think it's a free thing. I mean, LeBron's not going to get it. Davis isn't going to get no, it. No, I think you're right. I think it's. I think he's it's walking over. It now. I and mean, then yeah. Bede, you can't depend on. How and, many times have we said this? And he's been, you know, and he missed a, a big enough stretch where I think it's going to cost him. I think you're right. I think he's walking to it now, Mike. Uh, isn't it? Well, he deserves it. Yeah, he's been great. I mean, I mean, at- I heard people go, "Well, look where he plays." What does that have to do with anything? Look at the best players. And I'm telling you another thing. If if LeBron James or anybody gets an MV, more MVP votes than Donovan Mitchell, shame on everybody. Yeah, shame on everybody. I don't care what he, that team. Well, what a team they've been. How about well, and you know he's not going to have the most squatty stats. But if they lose him tomorrow, they're an eighth place team. Yeah, I'm sorry, they got some good guys on that team. But how about the other kid from Phoenix, Booker? Yeah, Booker's been great. Come on. Absolutely great. I start getting with it, NBA. You're not with it on too many things, but start promoting the young stars and get off the relics. We talk a lot about finding value when you're going to be making wagers. And if yep. you know you were a Bucks fan and you liked them in the last couple of years and how dominant they were in the Eastern Conference, you know, you were never going to get the Bucks to win the title no. in the last couple of years at much, you know, more than about three or four to one. Is there value right now in Milwaukee at seven and a half to one to maybe win this thing? Can they pull it off this year after some, you know, some some pretty dramatic failings the last two years in the playoffs? In the but when you look at his supporting cast, he's like Jokic. I mean, my God, who does he have? Kennedy. Kennedy. Well, I would say Middleton's a pretty good player. If you have an Irishman as one of your top three, four players, you're He's in trouble. Got Connady and Middleton. You got a couple of Irishmen. <laughs> Middleton's like a nice guy. Reminds me of Bob Love. Yeah, you know? kinda. That's a good call. Reminds me of Bob Love. Nice player. But I mean, I, they don't have Irving. They don't have uh, Kyrie Irving. They he should be banned from the league. I mean, this guy comes whenever he wants to play. I don't know what's going on. I mean, you don't want to go play basketball. You know, it's crazy. I don't know. Right? It's it's different. I, to, oh, the to world say the is least, flat. Oh, Even I wasn't it. that dumb as a I kid. I mean, please, really. I mean, come on. I, I think he's, he's the one guy who could beat in a spelling bee. <laughs> My God. I mean, I think he's backed off that a little. But I mean, but he's yeah, nuts he, in other he, ways. Being silly. He took a week off. What? He's pulling the old LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. My used to God. Do. You know, I mean, know, it's crazy. LeBron, and, Durant, and Durant? I don't think he's. I don't know if he's coming back. He's back. He came back the other night. I mean, yeah, he came but, off the bench, but who knows? I mean, who knows? I'm talking about coming back. Yeah, right. I know what you're saying. Yeah, like can he be Durant that he was three years? I mean, ago? come on. He's had bad injuries. Well, the, legs. they're the favorites still. They're two and a half to one. Those are the shortest odds right now. Lakers are still the second choice under the assumption that LeBron and Kawhi. Excuse me, LeBron and Would AD you will bet be under back. Assumption. No, I wouldn't. I would not make a Lakers bet right now. I don't like to value anything. Anyway, if I were to make a bet on the NBA right now, I'd look at slightly longer odds, and I'd either go with the Clippers at five to one or the Bucks at seven and a half, I, eight to one. Can I tell you something? I never thought I'd say this. I'm in. There's only one love I have in sports right now as a league. I'm in love with the National Hockey the League. NHL. Wow. And I'll tell you why. They're the only sport that still plays the same as they did 30, 40, 50 years ago with a few rule changes. You can't do th- certain things. The other sports, baseball is finished. You got guys, everybody, just why isn't everybody quit hedging and say they shouldn't have that rule? That running out to second base, like I said last like week, is like pissing that. everybody off now. And how about Conforto yesterday? Yeah, that was with, terrible. How about with replay, you have that Ron Copa arrogantly Arguing with the other three umps, I you, could just see when it was happening, Crazy. and they he, and then later he comes out and says, "Yeah, I, I blew the call." I don't know how he did. You it. had replay, you you had replay. Well, they and, can't challenge that, but that that's not reviewable, which I don't understand. Why would that not be reviewable? That it's, was a strike. Oh just no! Like when, he was about like to ring Rizzo him up, Mike. Swung. He was about to ring him up. 
Yes. He was about to ring him up, and then I can't imagine what was going through his mind. He's got to know the rules. If he's going to ring him up on a strike looking and that ball's in the strike zone, what is he changing his mind for? You because it clearly states if the ball hits you in the strike zone, it is not a hit by pitch. It's unbelievable what he did yesterday. Crazy. It's crazy. There's been all sorts of weird things. I need y'all official gets banned yeah, for life. I mean, uh, you know, it's time to take a look at a lot of these officials. Uh, they The NBA fired, I mean, all their top guys about five, six years ago or gave them early retirement and everything else. Uh, who was the guy that was always there for 75 years running up and down the court? Oh, the, Dick Pavetta. Yeah. Yeah. He could have still. He's still better than anything Dick, I've seen. Dick's like eighty-five, I think, at this point, though. I don't know. I saw him in an airport. <laughs> yeah. He could beat us in a race. He's amazing, right? He beat Charles Barkley. Well, he beat Dick, Charles Barkley in a race. D- Dick was saying. a wonder. He was. You're right. <laughs> and uh, and you know you did the, the NHL ref that, that got fired. It. You know it. What sucks for that guy is that it, because of technology and everything else, and there's cameras and microphones everywhere, he just got caught. But let's face it. If anybody thinks, lest oh, anyone please. think that there are no such things as makeup calls or that it's not going to continue to happen, give me a break. That poor guy just happened to get caught on mic, and they had no choice. And they said, well, listen, we that, that sucks go, for but, that guy. But he also had an incident in 2015. I know. I saw that, too. And, and you can't. And you can't be saying, I, I, I wanted to ring him uh, up. That's you can't do that. Brutal. And you know what? We had Donahue, uh, who's now working. Uh, he, he, he He's working at gambling services now. I'm not shocked, yeah. One that I was at at one time. So, oh. I mean, uh, it's just amazing to me uh, what's going on in the world of sports. And I'm telling everybody this, and I'm, I mean it. With the with the influx of gambling, every college kid knows what, what the odds are. I know. There's going to be a gambling scandal in college basketball within three years. You think so? Oh, there was I one. There's not. There's been one almost every decade when gambling was illegal. You know why that sucks, though, or that scares me? Because then it, it – look, like, it's finally not so taboo. It's not like this just this seedy it's underworld kind now. of thing. And I don't want the reputation. I don't want any of it to be taken away, and I don't want the reputation of it or the the sanctity of it. Northwestern because- University had a gambling scandal not that long ago in football. Mm. You know, there's a lot of schools. NYU back in the fifties, Boston College. Why? Oh, that, that's the famous one, right? The Boston College right? one. But yeah. if you look up Northwestern, they had some issues about a decade or two ago. Hmm. Wow. I hope I mean, that doesn't so, happen. I mean, that's terrible. I know. And yet they try to sweep everything under the rug. But believe me when I tell you this, they're kids. People say all the time, they're kids. Well, if you have two, 190 Division One schools, tell me every kid, tell me every official is on the up and up. You can't. You can't. It's impossible. There's too yep. many people involved. I hope involved. it doesn't happen, Jarb. Yeah, I'm, but with, that's, I'm uh, with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, when we come back, Jim Miller's got ponies. Jimmy! Yeah, we got one big prep race left. It's the Arkansas Derby tomorrow. The Derby is three weeks from tomorrow already, folks. So we'll talk about that with Jim Miller. We'll give you some best plays before we're out of here. Don't go anywhere. Mike and I are coming right back. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch here on The Odds Couple on this Friday night. Podcast will be up right when we're done. And, of course, on for replay before Connor McKnight and White Sox tomorrow morning at 8. It's time to talk to our great friend from Hawthorne Racecourse, he is the galloping gent. He's one of the best handicappers around. He is Jim Miller. Jimmy! 
Gentlemen, Carm, it was so good to see you out there at our Crestwood location, our Points Bet Sportsbook. Mike, how are you doing? It's uh, three weeks from Derby. Three weeks from tomorrow. Oh, I got the chills. I love it. Derby's right around the corner. Yeah, we were out, Yurk and I were out yesterday at the Crestwood location. It was a blast. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. The Points Bet uh, portion with all the TVs. I mean, it's just... It is fantastic. I cannot wait to see later this year what's unveiled at Hawthorne because it is going to be state-of-the-art and, and world-class. And like you reminded everybody yesterday, Jimmy, while we're still here in the spring and there are social distancing and there are just uh, regulations on how many people you guys can allow in the building, if people feel comfortable and they want to get in for the Derby in three weeks, they better make reservations now for one of the OTBs, right? Yeah, exactly, because we still have our capacity restrictions, Carm, and it's one of those things where if you can get in and get a seat, yes, you can have an enjoyable day, but because we have those restrictions, so much is still pushed towards that bet-and-go type of wagering. We put drive through windows up in the parking lot so people can just drive up and make those derby bets, but that is, it's the biggest racing day of the year. Everybody wants to get their wagers in. There's always the Club Hawthorne have to do so, too. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go out to the location, enjoy the day of races, you definitely want to get those reservations early. I got to believe food sales are going to go up. I talked to a buddy of mine who went to the uh, Cub game, and he said basically that he'll be, you know, he goes to a bunch of games, and he's going to probably put on about 70 pounds because the only time you could take the mask off is when you're eating. He ate every inning and drank every inning. Is that is that what what's going to end up happening, Jimmy, to get around this mask thing with a lot of people? You never know. It was interesting. I went I went out to eat for the first time with my daughter last week in about a year, and we just sat there, and, and there was nobody at. We were in an outdoor location. Nobody had any tables around us, but we we're like, you know, it is. It's just kind of nice to get out yeah. and mm-hmm. see somebody else and just enjoy a meal. And you are starting to see more and more of that. But yes, that's the one way you can take that mask down when you're at these locations. Yeah. You get something to, eat, something to eat, you get something to drink. I mean, the, the great thing is seeing a lot of people are getting vaccinated. We're starting to get back yep. to that normalcy. But I still think we're going to be under these restrictions for a little bit longer. But this way, you get that set up, you get your group of buddies, and you can still enjoy some food and drink for sure. Jimmy, uh, pretty soon here we're going to know the full field for the Derby three weeks from tomorrow. But you were telling Yerk and me yesterday that you do think that this is going to be one of the more wide open ones, right? Like where we could see one of those, uh, you know, 15, 20, 25, 30 to 1 horses win this thing in three weeks. And that's kind of what I'm expecting, Carm. I mean, you look at it, some of the horses that look like the top horses are out. Life is good is out. They're not running in the Derby. Rebels Romance isn't running in the Derby. Greatest Honor isn't running in the Derby. So what you're seeing is a lot of horses that were winning races at huge prices, like Bourbonic last week won the Wood Memorial at 72 to 1. You're seeing these horses step up and win these races and get into the Derby, but they may not have tremendous form. So because of that, you're not going to see that dominant horse like we've seen with Justify or American Pharaoh or anything along those lines on Derby Day. It's just not out there this year. So this is a race that's really ripe to have a nice long shot winner. It wouldn't surprise me if your top three horses are all double-digit odds and all your all your exactos, your gimmicks are just paying huge, too. Boy, that's great. I mean, instead of seeing like a three yeah. to five or something. Yeah. So exactly. as we get some plays for this weekend, uh, they've got one last big prep race. That's the Arkansas Derby. And I think you were saying if there is a maybe a clear-cut favorite, it could be one of these right. uh, one of these Baffert horses that's running tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, and that's that's really what you have to watch out for. The Arkansas Derby is a million-dollar race. Typically, this race has 12 or 13 horses. Tomorrow, it only has six in there. And it's because there's a horse by the name of Concert Tour from the barn of Bob Baffert who's going to be a heavy favorite. But here's the thing. This horse has only raced three times. So what you have to determine is, is this horse going to win and win going away? 
or are you going to try to defeat the horse? For me in the race, and it goes as race 12 at Oaklawn Carm, I'm going to try to defeat the horse. I played the two Caddo River in there to win in place. I thought that horse could be pretty tough, and this is a horse that needs points to get into the Derby. So that's going to be the first of my plays. My second play comes in the other Derby prep. It's only a 20-point race to the winner, but there are some horses that have to try. That's the Lexington, race nine at Keeneland on Saturday. Look to the five, Unbridled Honor. Play this horse across the board. It's a Todd Pletcher horse again, mm. 10 to 1 in the morning line, so definitely worth the shot. And then we're going to the hometown track, Hawthorne, race number four, the six-horse pistol box. Play that one across the board, too, 9 to 2 in the morning line. It should come flying late. All right, so the Arkansas Derby in Oaklawn or at Oaklawn tomorrow, the 12th race, folks. It's the million-dollar race. It's the last really big derby prep race, the uh, the 100-pointer. So the two-horse, we're going to try to beat the favorite, the two-horse to win in place. At Keeneland, the ninth race, the five-horse across the board. And then at Hawthorne tomorrow night, the fourth race, the six-horse across the board, right? Yeah, that's right. We've got some good value there. All we need is a couple upsets. Talk to you next week, Jimmy. Thanks. Jimmy! Bye, boys. There's Jim Miller. Good stuff. Yeah. And for and people if, that don't know, it's not the Oak Long in the South Suburbs. No, it's in, do you know I I thought that for like the first couple of years when I heard that. I'm like, where is there a track in Oak Long? I thought Keeneland was an amusement park. You <laughs> that, know, I mean that I mean that's all I started going to the OTB. You know, right, so, yeah, you had no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. But you know what? It's it's great. It, it's beautiful that they're good doing this. I, I I mean it watch the bend watch the ball games. Yeah, from Texas to everywhere else. Watch the eating habits change with these mass situations. That's what I'm hearing. Interesting thought. Yeah, I wonder. Well, I was at the Sox game yesterday. I'll say it was great to be out there. I mean, it was a first sporting event, Did obviously. Did you have the mask on the whole time? No, no, no. no. Only like but, when walking around the concourse and stuff or when you what? went to the bathroom, they kind of asked, you know. But when you were in your seat, absolutely not. And Look, it's very distant. There are 8,000 people, Mike. That's it. Well, I'm going to get the vaccine for me next week. I'm getting Good. one shot, Johnson & Johnson. Good for you. I think it's going to be prominent, but I've been waiting. Our doctor told us to wait. Don't take the double shots for whatever reason. My wife, and we decided, okay, he All says right. Johnson & Johnson soon Good. will be the number one thing. I'm just passing that along. So Good I'm for you. For going lunch. next week. Is B yeah, going with it, you? Oh, B's coming. Nice. We're both getting it, Great. and then we'll probably develop a Twitch, but we'll be moving on. <laughs> you might start talking like Bill Gates, but I'm kidding. I'm, I kidding. Don't, I'm kidding. Happy birthday to B this week, by the way. Happy oh, is B's birthday this weekend. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to my blue. Oh, God. She could have divorced me ten times. She hung on. <laughs> she hung in there, man. I mean, That's really, great. I mean, what a human being. What a wonderful person. I love her so much, and I've been sober now for uh going on 15 years congrats and we've you know what you just it does it will come out in the autobiography of the movie <laughs> but the first half of my life was a little bit hectic and and she just hung in there and Amazing. we're happy that's great how's the dog by the way how's lotto 22 and a half hours a day he's going oh please sit down here it's like a major d yeah. very nice the other one and a half we're starting to cut down it's down to he has a pirate's patch on, and he's swinging from a rope. I mean, because they're puppies. They go through the little one or two. You know that. Like you Gino. said, the witching hour. You the know? witching hour. He's yeah. got a witching hour. Our other two dogs, and he's awesome. We Great. What we do is we run him now. Good. So we run him. And he's exhausted. That's Good. what you got to do with puppies. That's great. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Good for him. All right, Mikey, any best plays before we get out of here? What are we looking yeah, at? Yeah, you know what? We got New Jersey minus the 165 plus the one and a half in hockey. And hockey, like I said, is the sport that I love the most now because it's, you know, there's no, there's still collisions. You can still, you know, hit people and everything else. Uh, and I'm going with San Jose. 
in hockey, minus 125 over the Kings. Please don't ask me to name one person. I, like I went through call. San Jose once. I couldn't drive through fast enough. I know. I like that play. That's a good call, honestly, tonight. San Jose, yep. that's the play. I'll give you one. Give me one, baby. Give me one. It's not a great slate. Who's Randy got? Does he got a golfer? Randy, you got a golfer? If I was to pick a golfer right, right now, now, like right we're about now. halfway home, what do you think? We're halfway uh, home. Halfway home, maybe Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed, cool. yeah, love like, him. Yeah, me too. People were panning him because they don't like him. I, Who cares? I'll tell you what. For tonight, I'm going to take a chance here on a scheduling spot. Listen, you people might say, Carmen, you got to have your friggin' head examined. I'm not <laughs> going to say that to uh, me every uh, week. I'm right. And listen, if you, I understand where you're coming from. If you right. tell me, I'm, I'm crazy. I'm going to make a bet against the Clippers in a scheduling spot tonight. They're playing the Rockets, and the Rockets are dreadful. But the Clippers played a very emotional game last night. They were down little at the half. Sort of like the Penguins did. That's it. That's like you said. They played Mm -hmm. a great second half. They beat a team that they're chasing down in Phoenix. They're back home against the lowly Rockets, but they're laying 12, 12 and a half. I'm going to go ahead and take the Rockets in a scheduling spot great, tonight. Great. I like it, too. But we'll I'm see not what gonna, happens. I'm not going to bet it, but I, I, if I had to, I would take it. Let's see what happens. We'll have some fun. Mikey, have All a right. great weekend. You Happy too, birthday to B. Enjoy you, the guys. Masters, okay? And you guys keep up the good work. And, Randy, get that golf winning, baby. Get it and, winning, guys. And, Go along, everybody. And thanks to Randy Merkin. And thanks to Tyler Aki, and thanks to Eric yeah. Ostrowski. And uh, Mike and I will see everybody again next week. So long. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.